Lecture topic. Hifz Jalsa. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nadhin astafaha. Amma ba'du fa'audu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Inna nahnu nazzalna al-dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidhun. وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أشراف أمتي حملة القرآن وأصحاب الليل أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected ulama ikram Brothers and elders Many young friends Indeed this is a very very great Ni'mat and bounty of Allah Tabarak wa ta'ala Ni'mat upon ni'mat Allah Ta'ala blessed us with the opportunity To be in the house of Allah Ta'ala on this Saturday night A time when many people are involved in Allah forbid what not Allah Ta'ala saved us from so many things Gave us the opportunity and the tawfiq to come into his house This is itself such a great ni'mat and bounty یہ قدم اٹھتے نہیں اٹھائے جاتے ہیں These footsteps that are taken towards the house of Allah Ta'ala are not by choice It is by divine assistance It is by the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala And not confined to only the coming to the masjid Any righteous action, any good that a person gets the tawfiq of doing is by the divine assistance of Allah Ta'ala it is not a person's personal achievement, nothing of his own doing. Allah Ta'ala's fazal and karam. So on this time, on a Saturday evening, Allah Ta'ala gathered us in his house. And then on such a Mubarak occasion, where the khatam of the Quran Sharif will be taking place, where the malaika descends, and the du'as are accepted at that time. So these are all ni'mas and bounties that we have to be very grateful for. There was a time when in order to bring a hafiz to perform taraweeh salah and that time was not very very far away perhaps some elderly people living would even remember the time it was just before the time when we were young enough to understand what's going on so the elderly folk used to explain that people had to be brought from where not generally from Cape Town some hafiz had to be sought and with great difficulty then that person would be brought along and then he would lead the Taraweeh Salah and apart from that there was no Hafiz available most Masajid would not be able to have Taraweeh of the Quran Sharif being recited in it it will be Alam Tara that's recited and now the situation is that perhaps in one Salah in the Masjid there might be in a place like Stanger Dozens if not sometimes on a Jummah maybe hundreds of Huffas present in the Masjid So this is such a great bounty of Allah Taala. But to the extent that this is such a great bounty It requires that that great amount of appreciation be shown That great amount of Qadr and appreciation be shown for these ni'mas and bounties of Allah Taala. To the extent of the appreciation to that extent Allah Taala blesses with barakat in it Allah Taala increases it the appreciation of these ni'mats 
is primarily that we submit ourselves to Allah Taala in every aspect, every aspect of our life. Dedicate our lives for Allah Taala, for the Deen of Allah Taala, for the service of the Deen of Allah Taala. This is where the honor lies. This is where the protection of Allah Taala lies. This is where the help of Allah Taala comes. That a person gives himself for Allah Taala. Giving oneself for Allah Taala does not mean that we will have to cut ourselves off from everything in terms of our occupations of dunya. Somebody is running his business, he must close it down. Somebody has a job, he must resign from it. Somebody must give up his profession. That's not what has been taught to us at all. What has been taught to us is that we must bring deen to everything. The businessman must bring deen into his business. And the professional must bring deen into his profession. And the person doing some menial job also must bring deen into his job. And live as a Muslim first. So he is a Muslim businessman. He is not a businessman who is also a Muslim. He is a Muslim businessman. Islam first and then his business. He is a Muslim professional. He is not a professional who is also a Muslim like two things running side by side. No, it's not two things running side by side. It's a Muslim undertaking something within the limits of deen. And he makes that into deen also. It's not a worker who's also a Muslim. It's a Muslim worker. Who lives by Islam. And in order to fulfill the obligation that Allah has placed on him. Talabu kasbil halali faridatum ba'd al-farida. That to earn a halal living is also an obligation after the other obligations of deen so on that basis he now earns a living also according to the commands of Allah Ta'ala that too is part of his deen so he's not a worker or a professional or whoever and also a Muslim he's a Muslim first and everything is part of deen for him now this is the qadr of this Quran Sharif this is the appreciation for this deen that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with and this is what we have to hold on to dearly. Respect deen, uphold deen, live by the principles of deen. Unfortunately, these are things fast leaving us. The respect for deen, the respect for the symbols of deen, the respect for the sha'ir of Islam. Respects the symbols of deen, the distinguishing signs of deen. The distinguishing signs of deen, the symbols of deen like the masjid, the Quran Sharif, the day of Jumu'ah, the month of Ramadan, various other aspects which are distinguishing aspects of deen. But unfortunately, what is the condition? What is the position? Whereas this respect is a very great thing. There was a great personality as a Junaid Baghdadi, Rahmatullah we have heard his name repeatedly. Very great, pious person. His early life was a very different life. His early life was far away from Deen. And apart from that, his life was all about wrestling. He was a champion wrestler. And the favorite of the king of the time. But then how his life turned around? His life turned around in a very ajeeb way. So, 
in order to keep this entertainment going from time to time there would be some match because that has become life for many a person that everything revolves around entertainment so life has become generally entertainment and Allah Ta'ala protect us Allah Ta'ala save us very often even deen will only be given some attention if there's some entertainment value in something you will attend that talk that bayan that dini program if there is something exciting in it and if somebody is giving his of sharing things from the depths of his heart he's pouring his heart out but in a very simple basic manner but doesn't sound so exciting and that will be boring to us so deen also will only be really given full attention to the extent of how much of entertainment we can get out of it people will be ready to contribute towards a deeny cause provided that there is some kind of entertainment around it then they will be ready to part illa mashallah unfortunately this has become a general situation so nevertheless coming back to what we were discussing so now this king from time to time would put out a big reward for this wrestling match to take place and anybody to come and challenge Junaid Baghdadi Rahmatullah Alayhi so once again this was done, very big reward that who's ready to challenge him, whoever wins this is the reward anybody would take a chance now, maybe I might just come right very big award so one old person can barely walk properly he came and took up the challenge and he said I'm going to challenge him so when the king was informed about this, that this person wants to challenge Junaid Baghdadi first everybody found it very amusing this is a joke or what is this? this person can't even walk properly he wants to challenge Junaid Baghdadi in the ring if he blows hard enough he might drop him so in any case first it became like a joke but when this person made it clear that no he is serious about it he wants to take him on he said well maybe this itself might be the entertainment then so they set it up so in any case now when the time came and when both of them got into that ring let us not misunderstand that this is no encouragement for us to go and go and spectate all these things this is just the incident that is being explained so now when both of them got into the ring how this old man got in there so first he started just prancing around making it seem like he can also put up a fight so this was just before that match could really start both are just showing off their strength maybe but he didn't have much strength to show but he just carried on jumping around a little and in that he came very close to Junaid Baghdadi Rahmatullahi the fight hasn't started yet and he in this very brief moment he whispers something quickly to him he says to him that I am from the progeny of Rasulullah and my children are starving and if you will find it within yourself to lose this match I'll get the reward, I'll get that award, that prize and my children will have something now this might sound very strange what brought this person to come here in this ring to do this why couldn't he just go to somebody and 
tell him this, this is my plight. Whatever his reason might have been, Allah Ta'ala creates these situations sometimes. Which become very testing situations for some people. But that's a moment where a person can make it or break it. It might be a testing situation, for example, where sometimes an elderly parent, an elderly parent has told that child, please I need this help now, I need you to be at my side. I need some assistance, I can't even wake up and can't do anything for myself. And that person has just already packed his bags to leave for Umrah, for example. Just take an example. But now just at that time, this elderly parent got very sick. Now this person is just ready to leave the next morning. And he said, look, I really need this help. Now that becomes such a test. The whole family was excited and the children all already, they got their things all placed in order to leave now and pack it and move. And now overnight suddenly the whole situation changed. And now the elderly parent is saying, you are my only child, I need your help. I need you to be at my side now. I need you to make my khidmat. Now what is the choice that a person makes at that time? It can either make him Allah forbid where it can take him. So sometimes these situations happen. Now that person will think now, but my father got sick now. You know what, he should have got sick one day later. Man. At least after I boarded the flight, I already was gone. So I wouldn't have had to make this choice. Or maybe then at least I wouldn't have had prepared for Umrah yet. Or going overseas on some holiday or whatever. So I wouldn't have been in this dilemma of now choosing between this or that. But Allah Ta'ala put you in that situation, what are you going to make of it? Are you going to make it or break it? Now Junaid Baghdadi Rahmatullahi, the champion of the time, everybody singing his praises, the king's favorites, and now he's in this ring. And now in the midst of all this fanfare that's taking place here, and everybody is here to cheer him, and he's brought an end to so many people's career, who were champion fighters themselves, but the way he just bashed them out, they couldn't come back to fight. And now here in this moment, he must lose to an old man who everybody is laughing about. What a test. And on top of that, this person came and whispered it to him, that look now you keep my izzad. So now he can't even go and speak about it. That look I just made it, I just pretended to fall. At that time he took a decision within his heart. The onside is my honor, my prestige, my respect, people all looking at me as a champion and all the other things that go along with it and whatever this prize that I will get, this monetary benefits I will get, all this on one side. And the other side, the other side, the respect for the family of Rasulullah for his progeny. He made a decision, all this can be put aside today, but I am going to uphold the izzat of the progeny of Rasulullah And then he also pretended to put up a fight. But after a short while, he suddenly falls. That fall too was not because that person dropped him, it was more because he fell. And then again he gets up and again this fight seems to continue and two, three times this happens. And then finally this person puns him down. But it's all one big pretense because in reality he wasn't putting up any fights. He was just pretending to be fighting. Because now this person put him in such a... put him on the spot. 
and on the spot he made the right decision. Now when the fight finally finished off, everybody is in shock. Tunit Baghdadi, the champion of the time, and he gets defeated by this person. Everybody was totally shocked. How could this have happened? But what, ha- what can you do? It has happened. Whatever happened after that happened, this old man took that prize and went away. And Junaid Baghdadi comes now, nobody come shake hands with him now because he didn't win. Nobody patting him on the back, nobody cheering him, and at such times, nobody comes and says sorry also. When everything is good, then there's many friends. When things are on the other side, then friends are few and far, far between. So now nobody come to even say sorry about it too. He came home very, very down, very dejected. Because now it was such a difficult moment now he had to lose everything in terms of all this prestige and honor and lose it in such a dramatic way. But he did it deliberately, he did it consciously. He did it, there was a sacrifice, there was this battle within him. But he says, I will undertake this pain on my heart. But today I'm going to make the right decision. This decision was based on making the keeping the izzat and respecting the progeny of Rasulullah. When he went home, that next morning he woke up, there was suddenly something else in his heart. His heart, the heart, inna quluba bani adam, bayna isba'ini min asabi rahman yuqallibuha kayfa yasha. This heart is in the control of Allah wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala turns it as he wills. But Allah ta'ala has a system. Those who turn to Allah ta'ala, Allah ta'ala turns their hearts towards Allah ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala turns their hearts in the right direction. But this is mujahada. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِيْنَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا Those who make that mujahada, they struggle against that dictates of the nafs, the whispers of shaitan, and all the other things that come in between. And they do what is going to be pleasing to Allah Ta'ala. And in that process, there's a pain on the heart. They are ready to undertake that pain. They are ready to drop that gaze and not comment that haram glance. They are ready to do what is necessary to remove every obstacle from the way and come to the house of Allah Taala to be attending the salah with jama'ah. They are ready to fulfill all the obligations of deen. So at that time there is a mujahada. But the more they undertake this mujahada, the more Allah Taala turns their heart towards the right direction. And the more things become so clear and open for them, which others have a problem fathoming, how can this be? This is the occasion of the khatam of the Quran Sharif by the students of Hazrat Qari Sahib Marhum Rahmatullah Alayh. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala fill his cover with noor. Allah Ta'ala elevate his stages. Allah Ta'ala grant him the highest maqam in akhirat. But on this point about sometimes things become so, there's a different light in which things are seen. Just on this point suddenly just flash to mind that when the lockdown just came in. It was just the time when the announcement was made that now all these restrictions are in place. And I remember Hazrat Qai Sahib phoning. From time to time he would phone once in a while. Sometimes there was some issue or whatever. So that was his humility, that was his tawazu, that he would take sometimes some mashura from juniors. That was his humility and tawazu. So nevertheless he phoned on that occasion. I can very clearly remember, I didn't even have this in mind, it just came now in this one moment that he phoned and he is, while just 
first spoke some general things said oh this what are you going to do about this the masjids are going to be closed and it's going to be just restricted and the house of allah ta'ala is going to be empty there was such a passion in his heart and there was such a such a grief over this that the house of allah ta'ala is going to be barred people are going to be barred from the house of allah ta'ala how are you going to how are you going to manage this i was so taken it was so touching and so deep by that passion with which he asked the question this was even before everything happened before now it was i think that night before uh, before the restrictions were coming into place or whatever it was and that passion that grief that depth from which this emanated i said subhanallah this is that light with which somebody sees something and others don't manage to fathom that what is this person talking about well there's a situation there's, there's a pandemic and there's some regulations so well the masjid will have to be closed and that's it throughout the world this happened but there are those who are on another note to understand this this was not the topic but never there is whatever allah taala wills allah taala make it a means of benefit for me and all of us there's in the quran sharif allah taala mentions about that person who is in a situation of life and death out of starvation out of hunger now he is in a situation where if he does not eat now he is going to die and the only thing available in front of him is something haram this carrion in front of him that animal was not slaughtered according to the proper procedure the name of allah taala was not taken or it died its own death and now that haram meat is the only thing available in front of him and he has a situation of life and death so now in this condition the quran sharif commands that you will have to eat it if the person now refuses to eat it and if he loses his life in that situation he'll be guilty of suicide now it's haram that meat is haram but for him in that condition in that condition that has become there's a concession for him that now you eat out of this to save your life but in that ayat of the quran sharif where this concession is given allah tbaraka wa taala says faman itturra fi makhmasatin faman ghayra baghi wala adin in ayat allah tala says ghayra baghi wala adin fala isma alayhi the person who is in this makhmasa in this extreme hunger and now he consumes out of this allah tala says but look two conditions what are the two conditions one is ghayra baghi and the other condition wala adi mufassirin explain the second point first wala adin meaning only to the extent of the necessity if the person had to take three morsels to save his life he need the fourth morsel in bisanful three morsels he must eat and save his life only but the first part ghayra baghin ghayra baghin means that now allah forbid allah forbid it was some other animal that was there now which is haram and now he thought well this is haram but now my life is in danger allah taala has now given me this concession so now that i have this concession let me enjoy it so maybe two morsels or three morsels let me enjoy it if he decides to enjoy it he'll be sinful he must save his life but with a heavy heart 
He must save his life with grief in his heart. That what a situation I came into. That now out of this desperation I have to eat this. Now just to apply that to our situation. That we were not able to attend the masjid. Well we are not able to. We were obviously helpless in that situation. While the lockdown was in place. While the restrictions were in place. Oh, it was a difficult moment. The fear of what might become the case. Authorities etc. So people had to now make alternate arrangements. But now that alternate arrangement that had to be made. Somebody had to make his salah at home. Somebody had to make the Juma salah in their businesses. Or somebody had to make the Juma salah in some other place. The daily salah had to be made elsewhere. The question to ask ourselves is. Did it become convenient? Or was it done with a heavy heart? Astaghfirullah, what a situation came. Allah Ta'ala protect us. Allah Ta'ala forgive me. What a situation that I had to perform my salah at home. I had to make my Juma salah here. I couldn't go to the masjid. With a very heavy heart. With pain. Now that was that pain and that heaviness in that voice and in that tone that I, I perceived on that day when Hazrat Qaisa Marhum Rahmatullah called. And there was no, not no answer I could give him. There was nothing I could tell him. And I don't think he expected any answer. He didn't expect any kind of solution that anybody could give him at that time. But like a person now is overwhelmed with something, he wants to just share that. He just wants to lighten his heart. Who do I talk to? He talks to anybody around him. Just to lighten his heart a little. Sometimes he doesn't even want any. He says just to offload. He doesn't offload it. It makes him feel a little bit, little bit more easier. That's what the sense I got from that call. This was the passion. This was that feeling in the heart for the house of Allah Taala, and as we heard earlier, Mawlana was explaining to us his passion for Quran Sharif, his respect for the Quran Sharif, these things that drove him, these are the legacies that have been left for us. We had planned to say something else, Allah Ta'ala world, whatever came, Allah Ta'ala make this a means of benefit for me, for all of us, that our solution lies in coming totally to the Quran Sharif, coming fully onto the deen of Allah Taala, bringing the entire deen in our life our ibadat and ibadat in the manner that that ibadat should be performed the masjid the house of Allah Taala, while they were whatever the restrictions were unfortunately the reality sad reality is it has made many of us now lazy it has become very convenient to make our salah elsewhere that must change the house of Allah Ta'ala must not be abandoned. Our protection of our deen, of our dunya, is in making sure we attend the house of Allah Ta'ala regularly. Our five times salah with jama'ah in the masjid. The house of Allah Ta'ala. The person who frequents the house of Allah Ta'ala. Nabi Islam says, the person who frequents the house of Allah Ta'ala, you can testify to his iman. Iman is hidden in the heart. Nobody can see what's in somebody's heart. Nabi Islam says you testify to his iman. This is how important it is to attend the masjid. So the ibadat in the manner that the ibadat is to be performed. Our mu'amalat, our dealings correctly. In the manner of sharia. Our mu'asharat, our social life. And in this comes all the other aspects. Maintaining family relationships. Helping one another. Helping the weak. Helping the elderly. These are things that are very greatly rewarded by Allah Taala. They are rewarded in so many ways. The barakat that comes in one hadith Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, 
the one who wants barakat man ahabba ay yubsata lahu fi rizqihi wa yunsa'a lahu fi athari falyasil rahimah the one who wants barakat in his life barakat in his wealth the prescription not the prescription of just any other person the prescription of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam who spoke by the command of allah taala tell him to maintain family relationships be good to his kith and kin allah taala will grant him barakat in his life and wealth these are the things our muamalat our muasharat our akhlaq all this is what's going to count for us in this dunya and this is what's going to be of benefit to us in the akhirat <coughs> this was always a reality that death that is a reality that every one of us has to meet and when it comes nobody has any guarantee it's always a reality it didn't become a reality 3 months ago 6 months ago but more than ever before in our lives this has become very blatantly glaring at us it's always a reality but now it has it's staring at us in our eyes all the time but after this too we don't take a lesson and after this too we continue our life heedlessly this was a sign from allah tbaraka wa taala those who passed away they went with shahadat they are the fortunate ones who passed away with shahadat who became the chosen ones of allah tbaraka wa taala allah taala blessed with shahadat and they went on and there has been so many incidents time is already up but i will just mention one incident which will be inshallah means of uh, encouragement for those who have probably lost some family member etc one person who passed away so a person who used to work very closely with him so he called and he was just explaining you know this person was used to work very closely and long standing working relationship and as a result this person who was now mentioning this he said I was very affected by it because now he was a good friend and so often we used to work so closely and suddenly he passed away person in his early 40s just got sick and within one week he passed away it was like a very sudden thing he says i was really affected he wasn't related family relationship but very close friendship i was very affected and he says few days later i suddenly in a dream i see this person a dream is not any shar'i proof of anything but they are true dreams dreams that give a message which i am dreaming about this person and i'm seeing him he's in a very happy state very happy condition and mashallah there have been so many dreams about people who have passed away in this recent past people have seen them in a very wonderful manner any case this person he says i'm seeing him in a very happy condition i come to him greet him he's standing somewhere and there's a kind of turnstile like you get in the shops this turnstile there's a whole queue of people and they all wing through this turnstile inside somewhere but he's standing aside says i met him very nicely happy mashallah you're looking so well and i asked him that you are standing aside all these people are going inside this turnstile somewhere where they going why are you standing aside so he says he replied and said that no these people have to go and give the hisab kitab allah taala excuse me from it i have been excused now this was a clear sign of shahadat this was a clear sign of shahadat there have been so many incidents one person passed away recently in a car accident somebody dreamt about him and he's looking happy alive the person came to him and said like i thought you are you passed away everybody said you passed away so he said yeah i heard about like 30000 people came and told me they heard i passed away but oh i am well alive now this is a clear sign wala taqulu liman yuqtalu fi sabilillah amwat the shuhada allah taala says don't say they they have died they are alive allah taala knows best whose halat is what these are signs but the point that we are discussing is 
that while mashallah Allah Ta'ala blessed some certain people with shahadat we are still around we have to live our life we don't know what's our tomorrow we have to take a lesson from all this we have to take a lesson and come back to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala make sincere tawbah seek Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness make firm resolutions any haram that was in my life I'm never going back to it anything that there was some weakness, some deficiency I'm going to now make that up I'm going to sort my life out bring my life onto the pattern of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa onto the obligations of deen in this way we will gain the success of dunya and the success of the akhirat as well may Allah tabarak wa ta'ala accept the khatam of the Quran Sharif by the Khufaz will be completing Allah ta'ala bless them with every barakat and blessing Allah ta'ala make it a means of every khair for their ustad and all asatidah who might have been part of it Allah ta'ala bless their families, bless their parents bless the community, bless everyone who has been part of this in any way Allah Ta'ala give us the opportunity of seeing many more occasions like this where our young children would be memorizing the Quran Sharif and this is such a great rahmat and blessing for all of us Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq of living the Quran Sharif and dying by the Quran Sharif وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ